0: What up, what up, what up, what up, sis? Woo, it's a new week. It's a new episode on Girl We Got This, and I'm so glad you're here with me right now. I'm so glad you're tuned in. I hope you're sitting down. I hope you're driving. I hope you are on a run. I hope you're walking. I hope you just feel good right now. Get the headphones on. Play it loud, because today is an incredible, empowering episode of realness. I am talking to an author her name is Stacy Doreen. She just published her first book. It's called Exalt Her. Exalt Her. You hear me? You're about to be exalted right now. You're about to be pushed. You're about to be empowered by Stacy Doreen's truths, her journey and her story. She's a woman that has lived many lives in relationships. She's a woman who has been ghosted after a two year relationship. She's a woman who has been crushed, a woman that had to start over again, a woman that found herself regressing in self-work, a woman who found herself exalted, a woman who found herself happy in the end and was able to create a book, Exalter, to empower all of you so you guys can honestly live a better, fuller, empowered life faster than she did. It's an incredible book. Exalter by Stacy Doreen. This episode is one you must listen to. Whoo, sis, I miss y'all. I'm sending you all so much love and light. There's a lot going on in this world right now. So for me to you, stay grounded, stay on your path, limit distractions, and keep believing in yourself. Tune in because Stacy Doreen is a woman you want to listen to. Exalter, her new book is out soon. Get into this episode. You're about to feel all the feels. This incredible woman, Stacy, was brought to me from my sister's uh Ezzie and Donatella because they cut her beautiful curls. And she was like, you have to meet Stacy. You have to meet Stacy. And I was like, okay, let's meet Stacy. And here she is, but she's on the <laughs> podcast. Stacy, welcome to GirlWeGotThis.co. Thank you so much,
1: Letitia. I'm so honored to be here and to be part of what you're doing, because I'm totally inspired by you. They were kind of doing the same thing on my side yeah. and uh, saying, you know, you have to meet Letitia. And um, it's it's I'm so happy that we finally got
0: connected. Yeah, so. yeah. And, you know, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Stacy, the little that I know, because we're going to get to know her together. Um, she's an author. OK, she's a new mother. And she's the owner of a beauty company, too, called Adore Beauty. So the most incredible thing right now that's happening in Stacy's life is her book was just published. So round of applause, Stacy! Congratulations. Yay, thank you. It's called thank Exalt you, you. Her. And I want to just jump into it. I want to jump into Exalt Her. What does Exalt Her mean? This is her book. It's published right now. You can get it on her website, exalther.com. Mm -hmm. Tell me what is Exalter about about and why you wrote this book. Awesome.
1: Thank you. Um, Exalter really is um, about rising and it's about women who rise. And that word, it really just, it was actually placed under my name. I had this little um, prayer. Um, It was like Jeremiah. And um, it said, like, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and um, to keep you safe. And that literally was just like always on my desk. And um, I kind of couldn't go away from that. And I knew it was about some type of breaking chains and emerging who you are. Mm-hmm. And I created Exalt Her as a blog um, years ago, probably like about 10 years ago. And um, yeah, it just kind of morphed. And after a couple of years of like self-development, really, really, um, it kept on my heart. And you know, like those biggest uh, I think are sometimes our biggest struggles are where we have the most afterwards to give. And um, that's where I am right now. And I'm just in a place of wanting other women to experience um, this joy of emerging who you are and actually mm. attracting the things that are exactly for you. Mm. Um, and it took me so long to get there. So my desire is to have people get there so much faster than I did.
0: Yes. So let's exactly. talk about this struggle because that's such a beautiful journey. I think there's so much beauty in pain, right? And being yes. able to go through it because that's the only way to get through it. Ladies listening, fellows listening, you've got to go through it to get to it, to the space where Stacey is, where she can share it to the world, right? Um, yeah what was your struggle? What, what did you go through to get you to this incredible creation?
1: Yeah. And, um, and just kind of preface with that, with what you're asking too, is just that it it continues. Um, but mm-hmm. we've, we've come so far, right. And then we know that, hey, there's something to share here as we continue in our yes. journey. But, um, but for me, um, when I was a young girl, I struggled with a lot of, um, self-confidence issues with, um, well, having a lot of hair on my head, but also that came with a lot of hair other places. Yes, um, I'm hairy so too. That was... I'm
0: hairiest. Yeah, oh, okay, I was a hair... yeah,
1: okay. I'm a hairy. Yeah, still hairy girl. <laughs> so that was like an insecurity of like showing my body. Um, mm. but at the same time, um, I guess what what I noticed early on was that um, you know, kids tease each other and so on, and so there were others, there were other girls getting teased way more than I was, and I always had a like a sensitive passion for that. I was just like. This is not right. Why do people do that? Why do make Why do people make other people feel so small and minute? Yeah. And um, fast forward, I got into my first relationship, and um, he ended up. It was a relationship I was in for two years, like in my twenty early twenties, and um, he was in the military, and I was like, you know, it was a great experience. Like he was older than me. I just you know wanted to be a part of that, and he ended up um, ghosting me like after two mm. years of relationship, I left him one day and literally just never saw him again. And I don't know if anybody has experienced like a hurtful breakup. Um, like on top of that, like the biggest form of rejection is just like being ghosted, like
0: not hold on. No, I have a, I got to rewind. This <laughs> yeah. 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 You were with okay. this guy for two years and then one day two you years. left, like were you guys together that day? And then, like, you left and you never saw oh, him again? you know again? what? Yeah. Okay, great question. Yeah. Um,
1: so we were together that day. Um, I went to go see him, and um, he was at the base. And he had already, like, been deployed, um, you know, was part of the war, you know. So we had this emotional relationship going on, this romantic relationship. And letters back and forth. And he came back, met my parents. Er- everyone was involved at this point. Mm. Um, and one day, I go visit him. He – we got an argument because – He said something about, like, I saw some girl in his phone. Yeah. And um, he played it off, like, you know, we're just friends. Nothing's going on. Blah, blah, blah. Been there. There we go. And we left it as that. And, you know, there had never been really anything come up like that before. But it was upsetting. But we left on pretty good terms. So I thought. But um, when I left, um, or left that evening... Um, I actually ended up getting a flat tire on the way home and I kept on calling him to meet me and he literally didn't answer the phone and he didn't check to see if I was okay, if I was alive. So first it was just weird.
0: yeah. And
1: then as the next day and the next day progressed, he just like, didn't answer. He like, and then it was like this, what is, what is it? You know, like, oh. so, um, I, I have not had someone that close to me pass away, um, at least like a lover anyway, because I've had some friends that have had that experience. But um, the grieving is so similar. And then also there's like this rejection because you know that they're there and still alive, um, but they like don't want to be with you and also cannot communicate that to you. It was really, really hurtful Mm. and very painful. And um, at that age of 20, and i um, trying to decide who I am, mm-hmm. you know, how, what's my beauty to this world? Um, do I count? Do I matter? Um, that was really what um, led me to like a very deep depression around that mm-hmm. time.
0: So wow. all
1: I can say is like pain, pain, pain. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> um, I'm over here thinking and it hurt. like two years, he ghosts at you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never experienced that. In a sense yeah. of something so deep. And then like you just don't talk to him a bit again. But I can remember my mother when my father, when they divorced each other, she said what she mm. said, grieving yeah. a man because my aunt lost her husband and she had mm. to mm-hmm. grieve him, right? But yeah. my mom losing my father that was still alive, grieving yep. him still, but yeah. still having to see him was even more pain because it's like... right. And her saying that, and you saying that, it like struck a chord in me because I'm like, damn, that's heavy. Yes, yeah. Sad. So now, yeah, so sad. So you're in this depression. How did you get so out of I'm the depression? So I'm in this
1: depression. Um, I, you know, luckily, thank goodness, at the time, um, I was and I was really ambitious um, career-wise, and um, I joined this multi-level marketing company called Primerica and um, you know, they were really interested in like, you know, just developing yourself, being successful. There was a lot of, um, you know, recommendations of books and just like how to lead a team and all of that. So even though I wasn't necessarily targeting exactly the hurtful part, cause actually that's really not in our culture either, mm. you know, like to go to therapy or, mm. you know, they think you're crazy or what's going on. So like, I was just trying to figure it out. But, um, one of my mentors there sent me to, us well, introduced me to a seminar and that's kind of where it began. You know, I started doing seminars, doing um, self-development work and it all was for me trying to figure out what that is. Right. And um, what I realized, I guess, even back then was that, you know, everything was coming up. Like all the things that I thought already about myself when I was a lot younger was just coming out in this relationship or this end of this relationship. So, um, you know, those days when I thought I was hideous because of some hair on my body, like, It was like times 10, you know, or I should say times a hundred, like that was what I needed to deal with. And, um, and yeah, right now I, I'll kind of fast forward a little bit. Um, I'm happy for the process because the second thing is after I've done so much work, I was probably about single for five years and I was like, okay, Hey, my heart is healed. You know, I don't even need any, like, I don't need a completion from him. And I think we sometimes, like, need completion. Yes. And I figured out a way to, like, emerge, be who you are, and be confident without getting that. Mm. And that's really what I feel sets me apart and, like, sets me different because that's what I want other people to have if they don't get that. You know, like, how can they go on? How can they move on? And whether it's in a relationship or anything else, for me, it's, like, really – relationships are really hard, like for my heart. Yes. And I want to um, help a lot of women yes. that deal with, you know, anything that feels broken after a relationship because, mm. you know, I've been in the worst place. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so um, how it happened. So for five years down the line, I'm excited. I'm like, feel a lot more confident in who I was. And I get into another relationship, fall in love, I'm looking for all of the signs for it to not be that way. Mm. And um, you had an (laughs) amazing, this is like, you know, around 25. Okay. So
0: you're around 25. I just like to, I like to say numbers Mm -hmm. because some of us women need to hear that, you know,
1: I think some of us are always
0: like, oh, at this age, I need this or at this age, I need that or this, I need to be doing this. I think age for us women signifies a lot of things that was really irrelevant. For me, age doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. it never mattered to me. It never will matter to me. <laughs> yeah. It's a number. Okay, cool. It's another year I get to be on yeah. this planet Earth. But like, yes, yes, our experience and our wisdom, it's all different And our healing. None of that is yes. objective to how old we are. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, so we're yeah. 25 in a new relationship. What are we feeling like we're 25. Yeah. And then, um, you know what,
1: if I can just speak on what you just said just uh-huh. now about like the number not mattering. Um, what I thought and also what I what I got in this relationship was that, you know, even though I was, had my singleness and I was excited, like I was okay with where I was. I realized that my maturity level though, in relationships was still five years ago Yes, because I had not participated. I wasn't right. in the game of it. Right. I wasn't building the skills of having the relationship, but I definitely, you know, there's time to take and there's time to take for yourself and there's time to grow, but there's another time to get in the game and like, like learn because um, that's the only place to learn yeah so um is in it yeah
0: is in the game yes right
1: is in it is in it and um and yeah so we were having this beautiful relationship and um, the cheating and um other girls and other women and um, all of these things started coming up mm. and what was different was that he didn't want to leave me though you know like so the other guy just like okay I guess it was left but this guy he wanted to still adore me and give me things and tell me no that's not true that's not what's happening I love you like I want to give you more stuff and I want to yes. you know let's let's go to church I'm going to do right I'm going to you know I want to marry you and I'm, it was confusing yeah,
0: very confusing there. I already know you talking into the your mirror I right like, now like,
1: Oh, and I was like, okay, um, he's telling me one thing. Yeah. And I'm feeling something. Mm. And it's not adding up. And I love him. I love him so much. So as he was telling me about just um, how she would never, you know, again, say yes, when her body is saying no. And that was like, yes, that's exactly what it is. It was exactly, you know, being in that place of, I knew something is just not right. It doesn't feel good, and yet still outwardly saying yes or going along with it. And mm-hmm. um, and yes, that was another painful, you know, situation. And um, what I realized though is I stayed in that relationship for four years, and um, with with the first time, like I can, I I really wanted to like villainize this whole situation because it was hurtful, painful. Why did he do it? Why this, why am I not enough? Why all of these things, but in truth, he was still in a relationship with an unconfident, insecure woman Mm -hmm. because if I left him at, you know, the first flirtatious remark or the first, you know, thing in front of me, then my story, our love story would have been like, oh, I dated this guy once and he was flirtatious and, you know, and that was the end of the story. Right. Instead of, I was with this guy four years, he continued to do this, this, and this. It became hurtful, emotional, you you know, like everything that could have been so toxic. Um, It could have ended that way. So, and until I got my... um, until I was able to take accountability for who I was in the relationship, was I able to get any power?
0: Mm. So, so when, when did you look in the mirror and say, this is happening? He's treating me like this because of myself, because I'm insecure. I'm not confident. Mm -hmm. When was that Mm -hmm. breaking point for you? When did you have to own you? When did you own Stacy and be like, this is happening because of me, because I'm not full, because I'm not secure. When did that shift happen mm-hmm. for you?
1: So um, that shift really happened when I, uh, I ended up going for work and um, moving to San Jose. And um, it was really just one of the moments in my room. And um, I had, remember I had done this work and a lot of the times like we, ha- we were already broken up, kind of like back and forth a little yep. bit. And one day, I was just in my room by myself. And like, I couldn't ignore it. So it's like really arriving to that place of like, okay, fine. Like you said, we have to go through it and Mm -hmm. not keep on avoiding it. And I just realized that you know what, if I don't change something, this is going to keep on going the same direction over and over and I need this to change. And also the wanting the wanting so bad of like, wanting something real and loving and that was fulfilling because I knew that I loved him, but my love for him was hurting me. Yeah. So it was just like, when I really got that, like I keep on pouring this out and it's painful. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. So um so yeah, that was that was one of the
0: breaking points. So were you then at that point when you're like, This is hurting me? Did you start asking yourself mm-hmm. why? Why is this hurting me? Yes. Why? Did you start yeah. like uncovering because that's what I, I do personally? Um yeah. ask myself why, the why, the why, the why. And I just keep uncovering yeah. more layers and then you yeah. uncover, Oh, it's because of me. I'm yep. not confident, I'm not yes. secure in myself because yes we could have played the victim we could have play the victim yes. if we want but yes want, yes i choose not to play the victim yes. and take ownership yes. what do you feel about that do you feel like there was a time where you were victimizing self and then and there was a time where you like owned it because there's such a for me personally it was such a huge different dynamic of the Letitia who was the victim and Letitia yep. who owned her shit and was like no Letitia, oh. this is you Yes. You own yes. you. You are in control of your yes. life. Actually it's yes. you that's allowing this. So look yes. at yourself, girl. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Can you talk on yes. that and your experience? I with that? totally
1: I totally agree with you. Um and so I guess when I, again, I had done this work and it's one thing for someone like to be confident, like tell you to be confident, be more confident, you know, you can't be insecure, but actually what is the work in doing that? Yes. Because I was like, people tell you, yeah, like, you know, you need to be more confident. You need to leave for me, but how, yes. how do you do that? Yeah. How do you become confident? How do you become confident when you're not? So that's what I started to do was like doing the work of it. It was like, someone's like, Oh, you need to forgive him. But I was like, okay, you know, you forgive him. Yeah. You know, because forgiveness is more for you than someone else. But when I got it, it wasn't. So what I want to help people understand is like, getting it is not the knowledge of it. Getting it is the experience and understanding of it. So I could say, yeah, I forgave him. I forgive him. But what did I actually do? So transformation and experience like lives in the actual world. So what I did was one of the first things I did was I actually wrote him a letter forgiving him. Mm. I didn't just say, I forgive you. I forgave him. I was like, you know what? I forgive you for everything you did at the time you did it. And also forgiveness is not tolerate because that's what was holding me back from doing it. Mm. You know, I don't tolerate or condone what you did and I don't agree with it but I still forgive you because that's the knowledge you had at that moment at that time maturity level everything and I let you go in that and it's okay and I have learned and I have gotten gifts from it so I can let you go Mm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. so when I actually sat like it's so weird that actually when I sat down to do it and write it that was the transformation for me, and not for him. Mm. It was my transformation in the doing.
0: Mm, I feel that. Now, did you mail him this letter? Um, I, I actually emailed it to him. Yeah, Ooh. I emailed it
1: to him. Wow. Um, and and it was and it was like forgiving him and also being accountable for who I was. So yeah. because I know that I was someone like we said we we're tolerating it. Yes. But not only tolerating it, for me anyway, I can speak for myself. Was I was um. I was helping him be that person.
0: You were enabling, you him. know, like you're en- enabling, enabling him. Yeah. Yes, enabling him. Yeah. Been there, him. girl.
1: Been and there, and maybe even him. You know, he could have been a different way if I didn't allow that, and he would have learned from me. But we were both learning at the time, so it's another thing that I have in my book that I love, and that um, now at, at this point I don't even know where I got it, but it's helped me so much. It's just that we think that we would have went back and like we did things differently. But the truth is, if we went back into that same moment, we would have done things exactly the way that we did them. Mm. And the reason why is because we had the exact same experience knowledge and everything we had at that time. And we only think that we would do something differently because we're here looking back and we're looking with this knowledge, this wisdom, who we are right now. Right. But that's not who we were in that moment. So like, give yourself grace mm-hmm. for who you were at that mm-hmm. time in that moment. And, and you can, and that's, what's so freeing. Like you can let that go because
0: of that. Yes. I, I think that yeah. is the most powerful thing is acknowledging that and holding yourself great, like with grace for that. That's so much power. in what you just said, Stacy, it's so much <laughs> power. And it's so true. Like you have to to everybody listening understand you were a different version of you at that time and that's yes. what you needed to get to this new version of you yes it's all a part of yes. the journey it's all about your growth cuz if Stacy didn't go through that like she did she wouldn't be this author of this incredible book Exalt her right now honestly right like yes. we got to yes. go through it so yes i also want to point out something beautiful too that i'm i'm getting from our conversation right now is regressing because we can do the self work. We can do the classes. We can put in five years of singleness and all this incredible things and still regress and still fall back and still be like, damn, I thought I was good. I thought I was healed. I thought I was secure. I thought I was confident. Yes. Can you talk about regression? Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, I talked about this the other day on my Instagram stories, like regress is a part of life. Regression is a part of healing. Uh, regression yes. is a part of being human. Period. Yes. Uh, yes. what do you feel about regression and like your experience with it? Oh yeah. So that's that's definitely an, and I
1: love and I feel like people don't talk about it enough. So yeah. I'm so glad that we're we're pointing that out and getting that and that's why I tell like the story of like I came here and I was even in a worse place in 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 a way. Um, because we dealt with each other longer and like, I know, no longer knew who this was and I thought I was fine, but, um, but yeah, so, so what I realized is every new level, um, and, and this is a quote that's out there too. It's like every new level, you know, gets a new version of us or deserves a new version of us, right. Helps us get to another yes. level. And, um, and what it is, is that's exactly what it is. It's helping us to keep on progressing. I feel like things keep coming to us until we learn Mm -hmm. like they continue and uh, a friend of mine actually my my brother and I we were just talking about how it's like a Mario game you know like Mario we used to play and then like you get to the bad guy and you like keep on needing to fight him and and then you get to the next level and then guess what there's another bad guy right at the end so that's how you know you're getting to the next level when that (sighs) next Um, you know <laughs> that next barrier is right there. Yeah, it's right there for you. Like yes. it, it's happening for you, and to prepare you for the next mm. level. Because, girl, the next level was it.
0: Ooh,
1: I feel that <laughs> it was so, so, so it. Um, so oh. that's why. Like, I'm just like, you know, at this point, like, yes, it was painful, but I'm so happy that these men have prepared me for, um, for my current fiance now Mm. and for my life now and for my baby boy now, because I love him and them unconditionally. And, um, and I couldn't get to that place without loving myself unconditionally. And, um, it doesn't mean that there's things that I don't like or things that I nitpick. I'm still that way, but, but yes, but in order to get there, um, I had to find the, you know, you're looking for that person that's going to change your life. It's, in the mirror, it's, it's you. you.
0: So It's only yeah. you. I think that analogy of the Super Mario Brothers with yeah. the monsters at every last level is so on point because it's true. Yes.
1: It's yes. true.
0: Like every level, you're just like, oh, every different phase of your life, you're like, oh, you again? Oh, I got to get through you again? Oh, but then yeah. finally you get to like the castle part where you're just like yeah. getting <laughs> all the yeah. coins. And you it's know the hardest I mean? one. It's the yes, hardest one. Yes, it is. Yep. It yep. really is, but you gotta keep yep. going. And now mm-hmm. Stacy is engaged, has a beautiful baby boy, and she's so happy. I mean, yeah. you can see the happiness and your glow. Huh. I mean, you can see you're unleashing your powers, right? So you had to yeah. go through all of these levels to yeah. become this author, to become this incredible coach, you know. Let's yeah. talk about your coaching. Um, I wanna talk about more of Exalt Her because I want the women yes. and men listening to this to understand the importance of this new book, how life-changing and powerful it is, and how it can really impact them. So as a self-worth coach, you help ambitious women heal heartbreak. You turn pain into power, which I love that you hashtag reclaim your reign. Because baby girl, yes. your crown—it's <laughs> We drop it yes. a lot. We, we yes. all drop it a lot. Yes. But we can reclaim yes. it. There's never not a time where you can reclaim it. And Stacey helps you yeah. do this. Unleash your unstoppable beauty. Mm. I'm d- I feel like I'm in that phase now. So these are just parts of your coaching and parts of the book Exulter. So I want yes. to tell us more about what you're doing with your self-worth coaching in the book. Because hearing your story and now seeing that you're in this reclaiming of your power phase, we want to hear about it. Let's like spill. Tell us all about it.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess one of the biggest things that I was learning or waiting for was like, when am I going to have this love that, um, that people talk about or that's available? And, um, and when is that person going to love me for who I am, you know? And what I realized is that that person never came, that perfect person never came. And, um, what I was trying to do was like arrive and show everybody, this is me, and, and I, I already got to that point of like taking your mask off and like, you know, attracting the person that's for you. But at the same time, um, I got the second part of like, you need to be also accountable for who you are, mm. like not needing any validation, not needing anything from anyone else, but just like you arrive, but in accountability and in love. Yes. And in that way, you can share your love with someone and they can share their love with you. Mm. And, um, another thing was that I thought love was like bottled up in some way, like it was in a bottle and I gave my love to this person and they're taking it with them. And I'm not a full person anymore. So on and so on. And, um, just like what I was talking about earlier is, um, love is also in action. So people can experience love when they're experiencing it, but they can't experience it when they're not experiencing it from you. Mm. So it can't be bottled up in any way. Like I can feel your love, Mm. but I can't feel your tiredness for you. I can't feel other things. Mm. But when you're loving, it's like free flowing. Nothing can stop it. I can feel love for you right now and you just literally can't stop it. I can just love on you Mm. and you can literally feel it you know? So, so those types of things are so freeing of like building relationships and how to love yourself and how to love others. Um, so that's what I really want to bring. And that's what I'm bringing to exalter and, and, um, self-worth coaching is really just diving into those ways that you've learned to love when you were younger and how that plays out, um, in your life now, in your relationships and how your life now. And then, um, also the, the things that, the decisions that you made when you were younger. So one of the decisions that I made, it's probably too long of a story now, but I will tell you one day, Okay. Um, one of the decisions I made about love was um, I thought protection was love. Mm. And um, that was how I discovered that was through the work of um, uncovering blind spots and figuring out where in my life was I making decisions when I was younger. And um, it was roughly around 12 or 13 when I made that decision when when I needed to be protected, and I thought that that was the person that was protecting me, I thought that they were that mimicked love for me. Mm. So what happened was in my relationships, that's how it played out. Like instead of leaving, I just needed that covering of having someone there, mm. and also it helped it it held me attached to them when I should have broke away. Mm. So discovering that has been, um, you know, life-changing because those constructs that I had about love has literally disappeared. Yes. And now it's like this freedom of like being able to experience love as an adult and not as that 12-year-old young girl. Yes. Um, So that's what I do. I help people like rediscover what it is that they, you know, all the constructs or the decisions they made about love and help them identify them release them and what I what I was talking about like in action like actually doing it and then it just like you know we think that things change in four years like it took me four years to get here but actually things change in one moment Yes, like once you see something you just like literally can't see it again right and you know I was attracted to one set of guys and I thought like literally there's no guys in LA that you know (laughs) yep but the moment that I like saw something different, like it was like glasses came off and like, whoa, the c- type of a guys that I was attracting afterward, it was like amazing. Mm. And then it was also so apparent that, um, my, even though I was, I was, you know, dating a yeah. few guys or just trying to decide, um, it was so apparent why I chose my fiance above all of them because he was just more and more of like those things that matched my heart. Yeah. So it was amazing. Yeah.
0: I love that. Uh, There's so many things I want to touch on in what you just said. One, (sighs) the power of your childhood shaping your ideals of love. Yes. Yeah. I think that is so crucial for all of us, especially women, men, every one of us. It's such a vital lesson that we have to do the shadow work on. I believe that is like the source of everything of how we what we do as adults but love is such a huge what we seen as love what we felt as love for you it was protection you thought that was love yep. right so i think that's so yes. beautiful like you're exploring that in your in the book exalter because i'm telling you guys this book will make you shed so much because as a child we're we're literally groomed to think this and that i mean i can tell you my truth stacy my sister called me out the other day this is why I know it's divine timing that we're doing this podcast right now. I don't want to say the other day. I want to say like three months ago. She was like, Letitia, think about your yeah. favorite love movies, right? And I'm a love mm-hmm. movie. I love to cry, girl. I can watch, mm-hmm. I would to a movie on just to cry. The mm-hmm. Notebook is like my forever cry movie. And right, it's the whole idea yeah. of they loved each other madly, truly, deeply. And then something happened where they had to go away and she found a new love. And then it's like this toxic pull and, pull and, pull and push and pull, right? And then mm-hmm. love and basketball, that was, I was a hooper. So that was like, oh yeah, I was loving ah, me too. Girl, love and basketball <laughs> forever. So like I would literally yeah. wash that to bed every night and it's the same story. This young, beautiful yeah. love, they break up, he finds a new one and he did a bad. Cute did Monica, so dirty. And then yep. he leaves her, she, you know what I mean? So it's like this push and pull. And then as an mm-hmm. adult, I'm seeing mm-hmm. in my love, I'm like, I want this push and pull, this toxic thing.
1: Mm -hmm. But then I went
0: even further and then rediscovering me, my father's relationship. And Mm -hmm. he was my coach. Right. So we had this toxic relationship. Like I could not stand him, the yelling, the criticizing. But I loved him. He was my father. But I also Mm -hmm. had a book writing about how much I hated him. Like it was like this toxicity. And that's what I Mm -hmm. thought love was. So to everybody listening, Mm -hmm. exalt her. Go to the website right now (laughs) and get a guide to. Get this beautiful book, a guide, you know what I mean? This coaching to really help you uncover all of these issues that you might not be aware of, that you really need to go back and look on self to be like, yo, this isn't love. This is just what I thought love was. This is what my guides or my mentors or my parents taught me love was at the time. We're not developed, so we're taking all of this in, and then we grow as adults. Now we're like, oh. And like, as you yeah. can see, you unleashed all of this. So yeah, to everybody listening, Exalt Her will literally help you change this idea like this. You know, it's something like Stacy's just said. It's you can change it. You yeah. don't have to wait. Change is something that you can make a decision today, right now, to change. Right. And Exalt Her is a book that will really allow you to reclaim your power in this. I think that's so beautiful. I'm so proud of you.
1: Thank you. And um, you You know what, what you're saying is so right about like um, your father. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some really, really key places, um, you know, whether I, I, I see someone or not, but it's such a huge place to look at where um, that dynamic is and, um, and your expression of love in that relationship and figure out where it is that you can, um, you know, break away from I guess the point, the place to look is looking at where you had gotten love from them and Mm -hmm. then where you didn't get the love from them or where you thought you weren't getting it. Because when we're younger, we really focus on the things that we weren't getting and not as much as what we were getting. So, you know, focus on that parent and where they were showing up in love for you. Mm -hmm. And, and then,
0: um, that's kind of where you start start helping you reveal um, those things. Yeah. so It's so powerful. Yeah. It's so true. I've, yeah. I've been on that journey. So th- everything you're saying resonates with me. I've been on the understanding of he did my father did the best that he could. He, he yeah. did the best. Yeah. He loved me so much. I love that, man. I'm grateful yep. for my father. Yep. But there's a lot of things, yep. too, in our relationship that created all of these things inside of me. And it's yeah. because of me. It's because how I, t- I took it, how I received it. Yes. Right? So now yes. it's like, okay, now how do I shed this? Because I don't want it on me anymore. How do I shed this? Ooh. You know, how do I shed? And I'm like, ooh. There's so many things I'm, I'm learning, you know, from coaches. I mean, yeah. I, I only had male coaches coaching me in basketball, and they were all masculine, mean yellers, like crazy-ass mm. mm-hmm. men coaching. And I thought that yeah. was normal. So now – yeah. I'm Damon, yell. no shit, because sure yes. I'm thinking that's love, yes. no, yes. You know, so it's, it's, it's yes. cool, it's cool to own who you are and understand who you are, I think that's yeah. the beauty, and I feel like in Exalt Her, that's what these people will understand, you'll understand who you are and why you are, and then that's when you claim your power, that's when, re- as you say, reclaim your reign. Right. So I want to talk about one quote that she posted on Exalt Her because you have an Instagram account there as well. So people listening, you guys can go to at exalt underscore her. And there's so many beautiful quotes and, you know, really powerful words that you share here. There's one that I especially loved. And it said this. After all, a woman in love with herself is a rare and intoxicating sight. By Mama Jima. Can you... Explain this for us because I feel this, I know this, I'm living this right now. Yeah. So the people listening, what does this mean to you? Oh, yes. Um, so as Exalter is just about
1: emerging who you are. And then we're talking about being in love with yourself. Um, showing up in fullness of who you are. So those things can be attracted to you. So the love, the money, everything that's actually deeply for you, those deepest places can be for you. And um, something to think about, or that it, that quote helps me think about too, is that about desire, you know, the things that we really, really desire in our, in our heart and in our mind. Sometimes we don't go after those things because there's 50% rejection, right? right? Like possible that 50% chance that we're going to get what we want or 50% chance we're really not like that, that either that person, the, the job, the connection, anything won't come to us. But the thing is, if we do not express our desires in our fullness, there's a hundred percent chance that we will not get what we want.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: So that is about emerging in your fullness, in your desire, and like the beauty of attracting the things that is already there and waiting for you. That's what it's about, like really, you know, emerging that way in yes. fullness. And the second thing I would say about that is um, the highest form of love is granting being. Mm. And that's what our creator does for us. He just grants us being as we are and as we're not.
0: So those are the things that. Oh, um, that's so beautiful! That and seeing a woman stand in all of that power. Ooh, that's beautiful. Yes. yes, that is intoxicating, yes. and I feel it from yes. women. That's why I love doing this yes. podcast because I get to feel and talk to and experience women that are loving themselves and going through the process and learning and uncovering yep. and falling and rising and all these things that we do yep. as humans. And like you yep. just said, Stacey, it's the creator made us to be, it's the being yep, to be. Yes. yes. The
1: being. Yes. And like it's... having this human experience mm. and, um, and that's what I try to also like relate. It's just, it doesn't mean that I need to think that I'm, like I don't wake up every day and think that I'm beautiful. That's Mm -hmm. just, if I tell you that it's just fake. Yeah. You know, it's not true. But what I do is I grant myself the beingness of being a woman, being a mom, being okay today, feeling bombed the next day, walking out like this and this, but then other days like, Ooh, don't look at me today. (laughs) You know, Like just the realness, the realness of being and like Working with your body or yourself to do something, as opposed to um, working against it. Mm. So another um, thing that I talk about in the book is just planting. You know, the the way that we can build ourselves up is literally just to plant and to water, and you know, have ourselves in good soil. Like if you think about two plants, the thing that we're normally planting is all the negative stuff about us and who we are. But we have just that opposite truth. Like, yeah, sometimes. I'm not feeling it. And I, there is true that, you know, yeah, I have more hair on my body that I would want. Yeah. But on the other side, um, you know, a truth is not that I love that. The truth is not that the truth is that I also have like this beauty that I can express yes. and I can curl my hair and yes. I have this big, beautiful hair that people can, you know, so, so it's not finding the fakeness of it. It's finding the truth and like feeding the truth mm. and just watering that way more because we're already watering the, the negative stuff about yes. us. But how can we water the other stuff? And the, um, the easiest way to kill something off is to not feed it. Yes. So how can we not feed this
0: side of us? I mean, more and it. more and feed the other side. Yeah. Like to y'all listening right now, there's that quote that we all know, the grass mm-hmm. is greener where you water it. So whatever yes, you're watering, yeah. that, that's where everything mm-hmm. is growing right now. Whatever you're watering, mm-hmm. whatever you're literally pouring water into, that's what's growing. So be mindful of what you are mm-hmm. watering. Honestly, mm-hmm. that is so beautiful, Stacey. I'm so excited for you. Thank First of all, I want to say the hairiness. because that's something that I didn't even know that we related (laughs) on but girl I mean I still I'm actually I need to go to an electrolysis because my mustache is still so annoying I used to I remember growing up and bleaching it because my hair is dark Mm -hmm. too and coarse Mm -hmm. and then my Mm -hmm. chin hairs are getting fucking out of control now like it's I'm like and I remember my grandmother's (laughs) Puerto Rican and she passed away she had a little goatee and I was like oh my god mommy my aunties <laughs> all, and I'm like, okay, now I got it. But growing up, I had the hairy arms, the hairy legs. My father mm-hmm. didn't let us shave. Yes. Um. So I know. Oof. My sister even had the same issues growing up, like that hairy syndrome. Mm-hmm. As a woman, I feel like that's another podcast. But I just want you to know that I relate yeah. to you on that. You no, know, we
1: should. Uh,
0: that's a lot of body image yeah. issues that we've dealt with yeah. and that we carry throughout our life. Um. I still deal with yep. it. Like, I gotta go. I'm going to electrolysis actually next week. Because I can't anymore. You know,
1: I was, um, I was a. That's how what got me in the beauty industry. I was a um, beauty spa and medical spa director for the last eight years prior wow. to prior to getting off of my own. So I was working for a laser company mm. and we did laser hair removal and that was the biggest thing. And actually laser hair removal is amazing. Okay. So we gotta talk about it. This I recommend too. it. Okay. I need to yeah, all we'll definitely talk about that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, that's really uh, where I was doing a lot of my one on one consultation because I was accountable for all the sales in our um in our company. Yeah. And um I was I was noticing I loved when there was something that we had that was helping women have more confidence. But then also I noticed that there was a lot of things that we did like, you know, all the other fun stuff, Botox, lip injections, all of those things. Um, but then some women, they were not dealing at all with their heart. Mm. So I really wanted to be someone and that's why Exalter is also about unleashing your unstoppable beauty is about like merging the two Mm. because there's so much power in, um, using beauty as a tool and fun. It's amazing. Um, and not letting it use us, but really using it. Um, and then the other thing is like radiating out of your heart, you know, like, um, not having to strive like a woman, not striving is so much more, um, like you said, intoxicating. Mm. Um, so, but there's power in using all of the fun tools that we have available to us. So, um, so I want you know, women to be able to like walk in that beauty yes. and use it because yeah. that's what we have too.
0: exalt yeah. her, exalt every yeah. piece <laughs> of her girl, because I'm telling yes. you that's the power yes. of the feminine. And I talk about this often with my girlfriends and I go, and that's why the female is oppressed because we have so much power and oppressors yeah. oppress people that they fear. They fear the yeah. power of the female. But it's changing yeah. and it's 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 a beautiful day to be alive in twenty twenty, to experience yes. these shifts. And it's small shifts, but it's shifting. And I'm grateful yeah. to be able to talk to women like you that are making change, that are empowering us, that are reclaiming the feminine the feminine power, the female fucking strength that we really do have. And exalt her is one of those books that will literally bring the power to the feminine and allow females to step into this power unapologetic unapologetically in this patriarchal system right that we still live in unfortunately today but we're shedding that too right it's shedding we're shedding yes. and we're shedding but it's the yes. knowledge so stacy i just want to say thank you so much for coming on Say, i know you're busy with your mom and your new fiance first of all congratulations thank you i mean it's such a beautiful journey to hear from the start to the end and you know i'm sure that people want to know how did you meet your and l- l- Okay, before we close, how'd you meet your fiancé? Because I always, like, <laughs> we always hear the story, yeah. like, the, the wildness, but how you told us that you were dating a lot of guys at the time, and then you chose mm-hmm. him because you were attracted to him. How'd yeah. you meet him, and how did you know this was your guy?
1: Um, so I was... Uh, we were at a wedding, actually. Yes. So we met at a wedding, and um, he was he tells a story so much funnier than i am but um he was like wanting asked me to dance and he was like far away you know those guys just trying to talk to you and they're so far away I was like you think I'm gonna turn around probably not but um so I um I didn't and he came around and he was just like okay but then the thing is that we were kind of walking around like the same place right um I was going to the bathroom and he was coming from the bathroom and I was like oh no there's that guy I'm just gonna be awkward (laughs) so you know what I was just like okay forget it I was just like um you want to go grab a drink, you know? So I just told him like, let's go grab a drink. And the funny thing is that, um, he doesn't even drink, but he went to the bar yes. with me and he downed a shot with me and, and we started talking and you know what, we just became friends. Um, mm. but to tell you where it actually like came halted for me is at the time I was dating, um, a couple of guys that were very, um, they're very well off you know one of the guys he had a jet you know he's like a millionaire yeah. and then i was dating another guy that was like you know top of his career an engineer and so on and 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 my current fiance he also had a really great career but i knew that these guys just were w- more well off than he was mm-hmm. currently in their in what they had um and i it, that was something that i wanted to attract you know i was ambitious and and i knew that i kind of like had my stuff and I wanted to make sure another guy took care as well. But what I got was um, one day I went over to his place and um, we were going to have dinner and he was coming off of work and it was just like one of the normal days, like going to go hang out. He, um, before I got there, he was like already ready and we left and he took me to the restaurant and he ordered like, you know, some great food for us and we started eating. And I noticed he wasn't really eating much. And I was like, Oh, what's going on? You know, are you not hungry?" He's like, you know what? I already ate. I'm, I'm full, but I just knew that you were going to be hungry and I wanted to, you know, make sure that you Mm. ate. And in that moment, I realized that he thought about my needs before his own. Mm. And he shared, like, he was already sharing more of himself with me than other, like other people would have been so easy to like, you know, give me this, give me that, like, just buying things, but he was like doing it in partnership Mm -hmm. and in love Mm. and providing for me in a way that no one has ever provided for me before. Like just literally thinking about my needs before I even got there. Um, that was when I was like, Whoa, you know, there's something different here and this feeling, um, I, I love it, you know, and it just made me want to do more for him. So. yeah, and then also like where he's came from. Um, he's from Sri Lanka, and um, he you know has done so much for himself. Like, so what I realize is what I noticed from him is like he has ten x his life, and even though you know some some of these other guys could have been starting from a certain place, and then you know they necessarily could have just not made that huge jump, even though it looks like that on the outside. Right. So it's really paying attention to their character and who yes. they are and who they naturally mm-hmm. are because that's who they're gonna be with you and um and that's really why i decided to you know be with so many other reasons but yeah th- but that's one of the main reasons early on when we were dating
0: character yeah. and integrity trumps all. yes Oh yes. you hear me ladies listening yes and stacy we're so happy for you that makes me so happy Thank And guys you. go to her page stacy doreen i mean you guys can see her beautiful life her child. Oh my God, he's precious. He's a oh my God, he's beautiful. He's so beautiful. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So and lastly, you know,
1: here. um, Letitia, I really wanted to thank you for um opening up these conversations and um I'm so honored to like partner with you on what you're doing because you are allowing us to like bring our stories to life mm-hmm. and reaching more women and more people because you know, obviously like the story can just die. Yeah. But um you really like this machine that is able to like, you know, bring light to this area and women and what you do in your own transformation and I know that there's probably people running, running to you to be a part of it, but what you do is so beautiful, who you are so beautiful mm. and, um, anything that I can add on to you in any way ever, like, you know, please, um, don't hesitate. Cause I, I just feel that, mm. feel that strong energy with you, you know, I so appreciate thank you so for much. doing what you do.
0: I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. I received that. I feel that I knew this was going to come you and I on the podcast and I knew it was going to be the perfect timing. So I yeah. thank you see Queens, mm-hmm. and I always say that. And yes, I appreciate you. Um, exalt yes. her exalther.com is when you can buy the book right now from by Stacey Doreen. It's going to be the beginning of reclaiming your reign. It's so powerful, it's life changing, and it's one of those books that will create that shift in your life that you really need to step into your power. So, Stacey, thank you for being you Thank you for empowering thank us. you, thank you, thank you for exalting us. And until next time, because I feel like we still got we still got more to kind of like talk yeah. about. You know, there's a lot that we relate to. Yeah. So, I would love to have you on the pod again. And uh, yeah, thank you again, everybody. At Exalt Her, is where you can find her uh, Instagram page. Stacy Doreen is her personal account, and you'll get all the feels, the love, the energy. <laughs> Exalther.com is where you can get her book. And start the claim to your power. So Stacy, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too. And everybody listening, we got yes. this
0: girl. We got this. Yes.